0: How did this become this? Find out here on The Chibi Project. Welcome to the Chibi Project. We're here in Newton, Massachusetts, where it all began back in 1998. Uh, The Chibi Project is an experiment to see what would happen to toys under certain amounts of destruction. It all started back in uh, 1998 when I was given a gift. A friend of mine, Liz from Virginia, was given some Sailor Moon figurines. And she had a Chibi Moon figure as part of that that she didn't want anymore. So she gave it to me and said, here, you can do whatever you want with this. And uh, so then she took it, dropped it on the floor, stomped on it, nothing happened. So I decided to take it upon myself to see how I could destroy it in various creative ways. The first experiment was done here at the Newtonville uh, commuter rail station in Newton, Massachusetts. I took Chibi Moon, I placed her on the rails right before commuter rail train came. 55 miles an hour and came into the station and ran her over but with all the dust and debris and leaves I had a hard time seeing if she got actually got run over and so after the train had departed the station I looked down the rails and there was just a pink smudge I walked about 40 feet down the tracks here and I found her she had just been scratched up a little bit she hadn't even been smushed. I th- thought she'd be smushed like a penny but nothing she was pretty much intact so that's really what started it all and that's what started the Chibi project And in this podcast, we will go through all of the chibi experiments and some of the side projects we've been doing on other anime toys. And we're we're experimenting on them in various ways. In the first episode, I'm going to cover the first eight of the chibi experiments. Second episode, we'll cover the other chibi experiments, and uh, you'll see what brought her from this to this. And uh, then we'll move on to the side projects, and I actually have a video for those. And so those those will each be one episode each, and I'll have a co-host, and there'll be a lot more going on from the third episode on. So I hope you'll tune in for those. But as for the first episode, we've got seven more experiments to cover. So, let's take a look. The second test was pretty basic. Chibi Moon was simply placed in a container of water and stored in a freezer for a week. Upon removal from the freezer, the paper container was peeled away from the cylinder of ice. The ice was melted by placing it in a container of water at about 120 degrees Fahrenheit. There was no damage, and it proved that Chibi Moon is tolerant of extreme cold temperatures and submersion in water. For the third test, Chibi Moon was placed in a sharp carousel microwave and subjected to 30 seconds of microwave radiation. Our scientists kept a watchful eye on Chibi Moon in order to prevent the possibility of fire or damage to the microwave equipment. Here's video footage of a dramatic recreation of the experiment. Unfortunately, even after 30 seconds on high power, Chibi Moon remained undamaged. Although there was a temporary increase in malleability, Chibi Moon has proved to be tolerant of small levels of microwave radiation. For this test, we heated up a soldering iron in our lab. The soldering iron is usually used for electronic assembly. Its extreme temperature is used to melt metal solder used to connect electronic wires and circuits. Chibi Moon was placed in a position while the soldering iron was fully heated. It was determined that the focal point of the soldering iron should be the top of Chibi-moon's head. Her head is the largest part of her body and would provide more area for the soldering iron to come in contact with than the body or limbs. After the soldering iron was fully heated, it was slowly lowered into the part in her hair on the top of her head. It began to melt away the plastic into a ring around the soldering iron's tip. After submerging the tip of the soldering iron and reaching a depth of approximately one inch, the soldering iron was removed from Chibimoon's head. The soldering iron left an obvious cavity in Chibimoon's head. This image has been enhanced with a small light aimed into the cavity. About one week after performing the infamous soldering iron test, three of our scientists headed out into the woods to test Chibi Moon against the elements. They never returned. Three days after the disappearance, a search party was sent out to find them. The Maine State Police called in teams of dogs and a helicopter. Several planes also aided in the search, and the government did a flyby with a satellite. There was no trace of the missing researchers. The search was called off after one week. Five months after they disappeared, a group of geology students from nearby Bates College discovered an L.L. Bean backpack that contained several rolls of film, various notes, and damaged videotapes of Sailor Moon Super S episodes. The following is a dramatic reenactment of the events of that night. John, you down there? John, what was that? John. Troned. Chibi Moon was recovered with no damage. As for conclusions, you'll have to draw your own. The impact test was intended to test the effects of repeated impacts to Chibi Moon. The tool used for this impact test was the common household hammer. And now here's a dramatic reenactment of the impact test. The second half of this test, Chibi-moon was hit repeatedly in the face and on the front of her body with the hammer. She bounced around a bit and got some scrapes on the back of her head and feet from the concrete, but there does not appear to be any damage to any other part of her body. Test number seven was the hand sawing test. This experiment was intended to test Chibi-moon's resistance to sharp objects and blades. Cutting was begun and was surprisingly easy. In less than one minute, the saw had cut through her hair. When only a little of the chibi matter remained, the hair bent back and the saw fell out. Our scientists decided to leave her hair attached by the thin material. It might be removed during the course of future testing. As seen in these photos, Chibi Moon's hair is only colored on the surface. The cutting reveals that Chibi Moon's natural hair color is more of a peach. And so that's the first eight experiments here on the Chibi Project. Tune in for the second episode, where we'll cover the remaining experiments on Chibi Moon. And you'll see how she got this way. And then episode three, I'll have a co-host and we'll be starting with some video footage of a other side projects and other anime toys. And we'll also have some other special features coming along then. And so uh, the next episode will cover juice, a washing machine, an electric saw, hot glue, fire, tree, and a DeLorean. I mean, you can't beat that. So you don't want to miss out here on the Chibi Project.